0: You're listening to The Building Code, your guide to a better way to run your business. I'm Tom. Great job, Tom. I'm Paul. We're just going with single single yeah. names now. Yeah. People know us by now. That's right. Hopefully. We're in our second year of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's pretty great. New year, new you. New year, new you, new guests. Uh, so it's Tom, Paul, and... And a sponsor for this episode. This episode is brought to you in part by... Buildertrend webinars. If you've always wanted to learn more about Buildertrend in a low-stress environment without the commitment of calling in, you can watch one of our live webinars. We have one each month, and you can click a link in our show notes and pick a day that works for you. And before we get started, just want to point out that we recorded this conversation with Lucas a couple weeks ago before all of this coronavirus pandemic, but we still thought the information was extremely valuable, and we wanted to air it for you now Maybe it'll be a little bit of a nice break for you from all the news and a little bit of positivity from Lucas sharing about his experience. And it's joining us on our episode today is Lucas Cogden,
1: owner of Lucas Lagoons. Hi, there Lucas. I
2: am. <laughs> What's up, guys?
1: We're happy to have Lucas here. Yeah, this is exciting. You may uh, you may recognize the name.
0: That's right. right, the name from the in- the show Insane Pools Off the Deep End on the Animal Planet. Had three seasons there, which is really impressive run hit
1: TV show.
2: Yeah. Thanks guys. It, uh, it, it went by quick in some ways, <laughs> in other ways it was really long, but a uh, super cool experience, you know, and, uh, just great it's funny everywhere i go now people recognize me and sometimes i well most of the time i don't know if i'm supposed to know somebody or not and i forget all the time especially the first couple of years that i'm on tv so i'm like why are they looking at me like that i'm <laughs> you know it was so funny and you know i really you know have no ego about it so i forget all the time you know people come up to me and i'm like shoot do i know you and they're like oh no i uh Seen you on TV, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, we have a show. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy.
1: How, that would yeah. be weird. I think the listeners would run out. How'd that, how'd that all happen? Um, um, yeah, take, us, take us from the start. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
2: YouTube. I mean, I, uh, I made YouTube videos for, you know, 10 years before I got discovered. I always hoped, I always thought what we did would make a cool show, and um, even before I was really into the pool business, I always liked making goofy videos and always kind of wanted to be on TV, so... It's just uh, funny. It's one of those dreams that you have that you think will never really come true, but you just kind of go for it anyway. So, um, so yeah, it was a crazy thing. It just, uh, um, it actually happened. But uh, from the first time they contacted me till it actually aired was almost four years. So uh, oh, wow. first it was like basically a, a talent type person that um, comes up with an idea for a show uh they kind of search youtube for different ideas and then they pitch it to a production company that then has to make a sizzle reel and then pitch it to network so that process took a couple years the first production company didn't really capture um i don't think what we do well and wasn't able to sell it and then so the second uh production company was successful in selling the show. So anyway, it, it, there was a lot of excitement and then letdowns for years. And so kind of felt like um you know, never cry wolf. I kept telling my friends I'm going to have a show and then it didn't happen and then <laughs> So people, people started not believe me. So I just shut up and I didn't talk about it. And then eventually it happened. So now I can be like, I, I told you so.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that That's a really cool story. Do you still have your original YouTube videos that you were doing somewhere? Yeah, they're on YouTube. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah they're still out there. I'm going to actually revive the channel now, kind of get back to my roots and do our own filming. Um, I got some great help now. They're going to be way better uh, quality than what they were back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um
0: yeah, I checked sure. out the channel and I mean you've got some content on there that's ten plus years old, which is impressive for a YouTube channel. Like most YouTube channels nowadays that you like see all these, you know, rising stats on, you know, they've only been out for a couple of years. So I mean you've got some history there, which is pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, it's, it was a long time of filming and uh, you know, now I have experience. I, I think I could be a pretty good producer. I I know kind of how it works and we're just producing our own series. Actually we just started something called joke of the of the month. And we're gonna do an adult joke and a kid's joke. So you know our whole brand's about just having fun, trying not to take life too seriously, you know, just fun. So I was trying to come up with an idea of how to engage people on social media more than just posting pictures of pools like every other pool builder does. So I want to be unique and different. So we're um We're having, you know, kids come in and tell their kids jokes and then adults do their adult joke. And whoever wins the joke of the month, not not only do they win cash prize, but they also get to have their joke reenacted by the cast of Insane Pools. So the first joke, I won't tell you the whole joke, but it involves Superman. So we have a green screen and we're flying around the city and it's just super hilarious. And then we also have Crash in a chicken costume for a chicken crossing the road type kid's joke. So it's pretty fun. You know, it it gives us some, some great uh, content and it's a lot of fun. It's funny and I think it'll get people talking and you know, hopefully it'll, it'll take off.
1: That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, you mentioned social media. So for you and your business, what social media channels do you, do you like the best or, or work best for you?
2: Um, so, you know, it's constantly shifting. It seemed like Facebook was really taking off. Now it seems more like like Pinterest and uh, and Instagram. And, you know, we do. I mean, Instagram's definitely probably the top right now. I mm-hmm. think we have the biggest following on Instagram right now. Um, and then YouTube, we really want to revive, uh, and do a lot with the YouTube channel. I mean, because now you have smart TV, so you can just go on YouTube on your TV, just like any other channel. So I think that's going to be huge. Um, I mean, there's obviously people making a lot of money and whole careers just on YouTube. So we want to kind of take that following and continue to do stuff on YouTube.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And if you're not following Lucas Lagoons on Instagram, you can find them at Lucas Lagoons with an S at the end of it. Uh, on Instagram, and they've got a really great, uh, lots of great posts on there. Love the content. So,
1: yeah, there's pools, people in chicken suits, <laughs> there's, uh, people in bathing suits, which is always nice. Yeah, are. so this
2: is good. Jo- yeah. Jo- jo- yeah, we're gonna get a lot better stuff on there too.
1: That's cool, man. That's good. Hey, so you uh, you had, you had mentioned your brand as a business. Uh, probably a good segue into telling the uh, the listeners sort of you know, take us, take us down the line of like who you are. What's a profile for Lucas Lagoons?
2: Uh, So Lucas Lagoons, uh, we pride ourselves in coming up with unique solutions to problems. Sometimes Um, we do stuff that's, you know, super custom. Uh, You know, uh, we really take our time to learn about the clients, learn about their lifestyle, learn about, you know, their property, the different challenges and come up with, basically uh, a functional piece of art that's built to last a lifetime. So, you know, it's not just a pool. It's, you know, we want to, to leave behind a timeless piece of art that will not be remodeled in the future. I mean, look at the architecture Frank Lloyd Wright did, you know, so many decades ago. And to this day, you know, people have these homes and they're, they're timeless. And so we're trying to do to kind of take that that idea to the outdoor living area and do something that's um you know a great investment for um the clients you know typically you know outdoor living is becoming something that adds value to the home but you know for years when you get an appraisal they just go by kind of square footage and what's around they don't really give you you know money back for that but outdoor living is such a a popular thing now i see i see you know getting more value for that but also as a brand you know if you know i can only build you know about 20 projects a year and there's only so many years i can do this so i want to build such a strong brand that that adds value as well and build it to last a lifetime so that you know you're not just doing something quick and cheap and then having to redo it years down the road so just lasting value quality um and something uniquely different
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you're trying to kind of elevate Mm -hmm. your industry specifically in pool building, just because, you know, I think most people think about pool builders and they're thinking, you know, uh, 20 by 40 rectangle on the ground. And that's kind of it. They're checking the box, right? And you're bringing a whole new angle to it, you know, adding pergolas and adding areas for people to, you know, enjoy not just the pool, but the whole area outside. I think that's really fantastic that you're doing that.
2: Yeah, Yeah, thank you. You, you got to be
1: located somewhere warm. I don't know who yeah, said yeah. that. So, where, where are you guys based out of?
2: Uh, Sarasota, Florida. So the west coast of Florida, just uh, kind of halfway between uh, Tamp- Tampa and Naples. Okay. Um, so we got Siesta Key Beach, which was rated the number one beach in the U.S. for quite a few years in in, the, in a row. And uh, yeah, it's a great area for, for pools. And,
1: and you guys have been your company. I've, I assume you started it. How how long ago? Uh,
2: I started it in two thousand and three.
1: Cool. And can you talk a little bit about how you ramped up employee-wise and job-wise? Did that just happen organically, or, or what did your journey look like?
2: Ah, uh, it, it was. Uh, it's been a long, hard journey. Uh, I, you know, moved to Florida, broke, <laughs> and uh, had a dream I like of. That, uh, working...
1: <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have said those exact words. You California broke? Got
2: a prayer. Got a prayer and a dream. Nice. Uh, I almost moved to California, but it was just so expensive there that. You know, Florida is still, you know, the cost of living is still pretty low. You have a ton of opportunity, obviously, good weather all year round to work. um, If you like to sweat your butt off in the summer. But, uh, you know, uh, this time of year is beautiful. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, a great place, a lot of opportunity, a lot of growth. Uh, There's no state income tax, so that helps. Um, It's, yeah, a lot of opportunity here. So when I moved down, I had a landscape background, so I started landscaping and kind of doing tree work and whatever kind of work I could find. And then after being here a couple of years, I had an opportunity to do a pool remodel and I grew up doing stonework in Vermont. So I always had an eye for doing unique stuff, but I never really did stonework around a pool. So it was quite a learning curve, but, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs, trial and error. But I always made sure that in the end it was a beautiful job and everything was perfect. You know, even if it cost me more money than what I made, I always just made sure to do a great job for the clients. So, you know, basically, I paid for my education by learning on the job, which mm-hmm. a lot of people do. And the ones that are successful uh, don't walk away from a failed project. They go and tell it's, it's perfect. And uh, so, so, you know, you can either you know, go to college to learn something or you can, you know, learn, learn the hard way. So, but I mean, really for what I do, there's really, you know, I started out, I was going to do landscape architecture and I, it was just so boring in and, and college and a lot of the landscape architects I worked for had no real world experience and didn't really understand how to build a project. So, um, so, you know, everything that I did was just kind of using my imagination and figuring it out in the real world. And I think that, created a uniquely different looking project and company also because i didn't learn the traditional way on how to build pools, i came from a more aesthetic landscape background i was doing things that supposedly weren't able to be done and i figured out how to do them so i I just think you know from coming at the pool industry from a totally different angle gave me um you know a lot of challenges but in the end a unique style and so i think that's what also helped us stand apart from from the competition.
0: And stand apart you do. Uh you have built some quite insane pools. Uh do you have a favorite one that you would say is either the most insane or your most favorite project?
2: <laughs> um people always ask that and it's funny cuz it's like if you have multiple kids someone's like who's your favorite kid? I mean right. you love them all. <laughs> right. You know it's it's Each one I take so much time and pride in that whatever one I'm working on is kind of my favorite because I'm just kind of in love with it and in the process. Um, Over the years, yeah, there's certain ones that stand out. I wouldn't say there's one particular one, but I mean, there is one, one of the most challenging ones and most expensive pools we've done is on. It's a special episode after season three called Mild to Wild, and that was over a two million dollar project had 140 40 foot water slide coming out of a tree house. We had to build an artificial tree because you're not allowed to build tree houses in Florida because of our wind codes. So tons of challenges there. Also, the, the wife wanted more of a old world architectural pool that went with the Mediterranean style of their home. The husband wanted jumping and grottos and crazy, just fire and, you know, all that stuff. So we were able to kind of... Um, make a fusion uh and we called it mild to wild so yeah it it was a challenging project and very very cool
0: that's the one where you built the pergolas in the pool as well right yeah
2: right yep
0: that's i mean just having a structure like inside the pool that's pretty crazy too have you seen every episode
2: are, mean, you, are
1: you on? Are you in the Lucas Lagoons fan?
0: Club? I'm, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> headed up, following. Yeah, <laughs> be very afraid,
1: Lucas. He knows a little too much. Yeah. About what's going on here?
0: <laughs> it's a cool project. If
1: you haven't yeah, seen it, we'll put a link you.
0: in our show notes to that project specifically. Um, we'll find some images or something that we can throw on there. Yeah, and,
2: they're on the you know, website. Yeah. If you go to featured projects on lucaslagoons.com, it's probably one of the first ones featured on there, if not the first one. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's
1: impressive. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that um, with our user base, uh, we, we've talked about this a lot. Typically, you know, we, we define BuilderTrend users as home builders or modelers, specialty contractors, and commercial. In the specialty market, we've got a really big niche of pool pool builders. So uh, I know, Lucas, you guys started using it a couple of years ago. You want to talk, talk a little bit about how you got to needing a software like BuilderTrend and, and what you guys use it for?
2: Yeah. You know, I think one of the hardest things in any business is communication. Everyone's out just scrambling, kind of stuck in their daily routine. And we're all trying to find, you know, hire the right person that's going to be that organized person or, you know, trying to find a way to organize. And, uh, you know, Builder Trend is that tool. I mean, I've never been really a a techie type person. I'm more of a build with my hands type person. But, um, you know, we all rely on our cell phones and being able to have, you know, the, the mobile app and the computers and, uh, being able to put everything into, into one app is unbelievable. I mean, I didn't even use it even a 10th of what it could do. I had no idea. And then we actually spent the money to get some training and that was, that was so worth it. I recommend to anybody that is using builder trend. I mean, it's, it does so much more than you can even imagine. And, uh, you know, I'm still, you know, probably only using a third of it. I mean, it just, you know, it's just so much. And um, but, you know, being able to track, you know, your conversations with clients and, you know, I even love the feature, you know, if I'm going to a job site, I can go in there and click on the little blue map icon and it pulls up into my GPS and I can go right to the job and not have to look for the address and not have to type in an address while you're driving. You can just hit that little blue icon. I mean, just so many little things like that, that sound simple, but it's well thought out. I mean, it's, it's been one of the greatest things we've done to kind of help grow our business from just a five person little business to, you know, you know, doing maybe a couple million a year to doing like probably this year will be $15 million in, in pools. And that's only really doing maybe 20 projects. I mean, they're, they're, these are massive projects.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, they are.
1: Yeah, oh, appreciate all that because uh, you, you're one of our great clients, and we love hearing that. You know what I think is interesting about pool builders. I mean is that what you would call you call your your category pool
2: Yeah I mean I guess or, or uh, I mean there were a lot of things but that's probably the most easy generic way yeah. to describe us <laughs> Yeah
1: so uh, you know so in some circles you'd be a subcontractor but you're one of the only subcontractors that acts like a general contractor because there's right. so many moving parts and I think that's why build a good fit
2: Yeah I mean we're you know we're managing uh, a lot of staff and a lot of subcontractors I mean mm-hmm. you know we're we're designing um you know our business is really split into two parts the design side which is actually a separate company and then the construction side because i do a lot of designing and consulting as well uh for other pool builders or you know even out of out of country uh we did a design consulting for a hotel in madrid spain uh we did some consulting for a family out in um in australia so uh, but it's it's great, you know. No matter where where you are, to have all the information uh, on your phone or your computer. I mean, from from vendors, price lists, change orders, addresses, texting, all the different messages. I mean, being able to message through Builder Trend is really cool. Um, that's what I'm really working on trying to do now. It's so easy to just text, but to have all your communication on one platform is, is, um, great, you know, uh, for so many different reasons, even if it, you know, sometimes, you know, as, as honest and as hardworking of a company as we are, you know, we did get into one legal situation with a crazy homeowner that just, they were like, I don't know, just crazy people. Sometimes you'll run into that, you know, and Mm -hmm. to be able to show, you know, all your communications and everything that you did. I mean, you know, we won the lawsuit because we had all that communication and showed, look, we tried everything we could do to satisfy these people. They were just nuts, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I, I think for any contractor, they know what I'm talking about, whether you're working for a builder or working for a homeowner or some crazy person, being able to show, Every move that you make, you know, especially if you're honest and hardworking and showing that you gave it your all and to have it all tracked on one platform saves time, saves money. It makes it easier for your attorneys. I mean, it's just it's it's priceless.
1: Yeah, we don't talk about that enough. A lot of builder trend just boils down to CYA. Yeah. Do you know what that means, Tom?
0: Yeah, I do. It's we're gonna we're gonna family show. It's a family family show. So So we're just gonna leave it at that. Okay, good. (laughs) We'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) The show, (laughs) I guess.
1: If you are the definition of CYA, (laughs) maybe
0: go to the show notes, I guess.
1: That's interesting. (laughs) So you you were talking about uh, your design side of things. We actually saw your design team before we got on here because we're doing a FaceTime. You got a new office. Looks like it's really Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We just moved in downtown Sarasota, uh twelve eighty North Palm Avenue. Great place, uh, we, we bought this building, did a build out, we're almost done, we're gonna have a huge party in April, uh, grand opening, and so yeah, this is great. We're just trying to have that downtown loft vibe and just a cool creative space for people to come and not your typical pool showroom where it's just tile selections and real generic. We're trying to really not have a lot of samples, it's more about just seeing, be coming to a cool space to be inspired and work through designs with, with uh, clients. So, And just a great place to kind of work and be in a good atmosphere. You know, we got all the bars, restaurants, art galleries, everything here. So if you want to jump out and get a coffee and kind of, you know, stretch your legs and, and then before you get back to the computer, it's just uh, a great, great atmosphere.
0: It sounds great. It so, can... sounds like uh, I know we're going to be in April. Can we get an invite? Yeah. Or? yeah. yeah.
2: It, we're, we're, we haven't decided a date. We want to do an April Fool's party, April 1st. But that's on a Wednesday, so we're kind of fighting internally whether we do it on a Wednesday or a Friday. Yeah. So yeah. just come know, for those three days, and you'll you'll be guaranteed. Yeah, all you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll the whole
1: time. I love that. <laughs> uh, you know, I saw a little bit of your storefront. You, like you said, you are sort of in a very like uh, busy metro area. There, do you do you are you concerned, or do you predict predict people will just be walking in because they know the name and they yeah. just kind of want to see the staff and you? I and mean, that's yeah. probably not a bad thing, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, it might be hard to get some work done sometimes, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, we want fans to be able to come and buy a hat or t-shirt or, you know, just, you know, even if they can't afford a pool just to come in tell a joke, whatever, just, you know, just come meet us and, you know, just keep that friendly vibe going.
1: Yeah, that's great. Cool. Well, we're headed. We're booking plane tickets right now. Yeah, and we're out. working on our jokes too.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll bring the jokes. <laughs> you'll, bring, you'll bring the jokes. I'll bring the That's jokes. That's your brand. That's my joke. Yeah.
1: All right. One one last serious question, and we appreciate all your time. So you were you were talking about design. I'm I'm just curious. So w- when you're designing a pool, what are the things you have to consider? Uh, maybe this is obvious to some people, but right. W- what kind I mean, of a things? Lot. I mean, yeah. we Sorry. Uh, yeah,
2: we consider everything from the soil conditions. Mm. So we we don't use uh generic engineering everything's site specific so we'll start with um a geotechnical test tell us what the soils are so we know how to build the pool you know sometimes you run into excessive water or clay soils expansive soils Um, sometimes there's just buried debris or organic so we start from the ground up from the soils and then you know uh, as far as aesthetics go it it needs to kind of flow with the the environment, uh, the architecture of the house, the the unique style and taste of the clients. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a lot that goes into the design, and um, we charge for the design, you know, because we take a lot of time, and so that's been a great and fun income stream as well. And um, and so we charge okay. for the for the design, but because we charge for our time, you know, we even encourage people go ahead and get other bids see what you know see that we're you know to build something like this i mean our jobs cost more not because we're just you know hey we're famous and trying to gouge people we just build a a better product and our Mm -hmm. our markup is pretty standard with everyone else's markup we're just building an expensive pool so you know the clients pay for for the design they can take that design shop it around but i mean 90 percent of the time you know, we build the pool. And so, um, so that's awesome. And, you know, when someone contacts us, you know, we're really blessed. I mean, they're already sold. We're not really trying to sell pools. We're just, we're just, you know, teaming up with clients to build their ultimate design. And then, you know, building building it so it's you know really from concept to completion
1: that's really cool what a great spa- spot to be in just in your career like the, the life cycle of your business so that's really cool um i guess i have one more question based on that so like <laughs> you know if, if you're a pool builder out there or anybody's a small contractor we ask we ask most of our guests this so what would be your advice to uh to start their path to get to a place where you're at
2: yeah i mean i guess i would look for um you know, deficiencies or weaknesses in in your field. I think of ways that um, you can stand out, Um, you know, do the best job you can and give it your all and, and don't give up because it's not easy. I mean, I've so many times I wanted to quit or just give up, but you know, when it's your passion and it's all, you know, I mean, you know, basically I think the, the main Way to succeed is to not have uh, Quitting an option like in my mind. It was never an option. I never started it thinking well if this doesn't work I'll do something else it was no, this is what I'm gonna do and I I, You know and I believe that you know When failures not an option you're not gonna fail you may stumble or have hard days but you just got to really believe in yourself and your dream and and give it everything you got and you're gonna succeed It might not be overnight, but you will succeed.
0: That's awesome. I love that determination right there. Yeah. Well, Lucas, thank you so much for coming on our podcast and sharing your experience with Trend, but also just your experience in general in this area. Uh, we're really excited to see what's coming next for Lucas Lagoons. so keep us posted. And listeners, if you're not following them again on Instagram, make sure to hit that follow button and check them out on YouTube as well because we'll be excited to see some new content coming soon.
2: Yeah, check out our jokes and then uh, go ahead and email us. Uh, just take a... Make a video of yourself telling a joke and send it to social at lucaslagoons.com. And if your joke wins, you'll get some cash and you'll see us uh, reenacting it on TV. Nice.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Tom, you're so doing that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's great. Cool, man. Good
0: stuff. All right. Thanks, Lucas, so much for joining
2: <laughs> All us. Right. All, All right. right. All All right, right thanks, man. guys. Thanks. Appreciate, I you. appreciate you. You bet.
0: Love what you heard? Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.